Assalamu alaikum. My name's Sam and a very warm welcome to lesson five in this little walkthrough series that we're doing on the Arabic story of Ala Uddin. It's been going well so far. So um, let's get into it. Um, we know how it works. Basically, we're running a competition. Um, we're going to do maybe, I'm, I'm aiming for about 15 episodes, inshallah. We're going to have a prize. A prize is one of these jumpers, one of these mugs, and one of these um, Quran galaxy lamps as well. Um, value totaling at about £100, inshallah. And to be entered for that, you have to comment on every single one of the videos in this series. You have to like it, you have to share it, and you have to subscribe as well to the channel. So um, that's it. And then also, if you do want to become one of the students on the Arabic in 60 Steps program, then please just go to the link in the description below, or you can just type in arabicin60steps.com. If you ever have any questions about it at all, just drop me a message. And uh, that's it. That's enough of the, um, the preamble, I think. Let's get into it. So... Um, we have actually um, seen a lot of these terms before. Um, so we have this, um, yeah, فضطر, فضطرت. Um, we actually didn't see it in the feminine version. This is in the here version in the Mardi in the past. I'm going to highlight it for you so uh, so you can see what word I'm talking about. So فضطرت. فضطر إلى means to have to do something or to resort to something rather. Um, used with إلى, it means to have to do something. So... فضطرت um, If it's the feminine, I mean the only characters that we've really met so far is Mustafa al-Khayyat who is um, the Eb, who is the father of Alauddin and his mother. We don't know her name but uh, that's who we'll be talking about. So she had to العمل حتى لا تموت هي وولدها جوعان Good. So yeah um, you know she had to work, you know. He died and she had to work. Um, we, we, we discussed in the previous lesson, the backstory to that is that um, that um, after Alauddin died, the mother sold the dukkan, the shop, and uh, she consumed its themen, its price, um, for a long time. So she ate the money, basically. Good. And they were juran, they were hungry. Okay, juar means hunger. Um, good. Yeah, so so really what that's saying is the hatta la tamuta ju'an is saying so that they wouldn't die of hunger basically. Like she she had to do amal hatta la tamuta ju'an. Um when I'm when I'm reading that, I'm 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 not reading the here wa waladuha. Um yeah, but that's who it's she's talking about. She's talking about herself and her walad. So she had to work so that her and her son would not die of ju'a of hunger. Good. فَكَانَتْ تَغْزِلُ What on earth does تَغْزِلُ mean? The verb غَزَلَ يَغْزِلُ means to um, to spin. Um, and, and we're going to find out what it means. It's specifically about القطن, um, about cotton. I assume the English word actually comes from the Arabic. القطن. Um Yes, good. So, so she had to work with the cotton. طُولَ النَّهَار All the day. طول. Tawl is like, you, you use it to, to refer to periods of time, though. I mean, the term tawil can mean, like, tawl in, like, if a person's tawl or length, but you even you can even say, like, tawl umri, like, my whole life, tawl umri. Tawl nahar all nahar all of the daytime. Thumma tabi'u ma ghazalathu. So, thumma, and then tabi'u, she sells. Ma all of the cotton that she has kind of spun, 
في الأسواق أسواق is the plural of سوق سوق uh, means a market in the market good good uh, هي وابنها her and her ibn um, I, I don't know I mean to be honest I don't think this text is actually written for students of the Arabic language so I'm not sure why sometimes the author chooses to use walad and sometimes ibn but um, it's good for us because we get to see the variety walad really means a boy um, and the ibn is specifically about children good and her um, and her son ala uddin good bithamanihi good so she's selling it for its themen, right? Selling it for its value. وَخَلَى الْجَوْ لِصَاحِبِنَا عَلَىٰ الدِّينَ Good. So, وَخَلَى وَخَلَى is... Well, we actually have this term in the Qur'an as well, in Surah Al-Baqarah, where it says, وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ Did you know that bit? Like, a, I remember the second page of Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 20-something. It's like when they kind of retreat, when they kind of, yeah, when they kind of retreat or go back, إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ to their kind of devils. And خَلَىٰ uh, in this case means the same thing. So when he sort of goes back to the environment, لِصَاحِبِنَا um, to our friend عَلَىٰ الدِّينَ بَعْدَ مَوْتِ أَبِيهِ After um, the, the death of his father, فَأَطْلَقَ لِنَفْسِهِ الْعِنَانِ So, um, yeah, I mean, th- this expression, فَأَطْلَقَ أَطْلَقَ means to kind of, um, to release something. Kind of released himself. Um, yeah, and الْعِنَانِ is like to, 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 um, to be free, right? مَضَى كَمَا يُرِيدِ is explaining it here. The author is explaining what that means. مَضَى كَمَا يُرِيدِ مَضَى means to kind of pass by, right? So, he would pass his days كَمَا as, as, as what you read, just as he likes. وَتَرَكَ لِنَفْسِهِ And he would leave for himself الْحُرَّيَّةِ حُرَّيَّةِ means uh, freedom. Um, if you are حُرْ, means you're free. Good. Okay, so after his father died, um, there, there's no more islah going on. There's no more kind of trying to straighten him out, right? He's, um, you know... If, uh, because there's a good word for it in Somali, just sort of Iyalasuk. The kids there Iyalasuk. It means like they're sort of children of the well it really means like they're children of the market or something in Somali, but um it's kind of what it, I don't know what an expression like that is, just the sort of they're um not hood rats, maybe they're roadmen. I don't know. Anyway, so He's spending his time still in Allahwi Wallaib, still spending his time in sort of frivolousness and, and playing around. Hatta Balagat good Sinnuhuwal Khamsata Asharata. Balaga is a nice verb. Balaga means to reach something. Not reach as in physically, but to reach as in like for something to, to reach you in terms of like a letter to reach you or or something or for you to reach a certain age. And in this case, he is in, in until this case it is it is Balagat Sinnuhu um, so the age of 15 good وَلَمْ تَكُنْ أُمُّهُ قَادِرَةً وَلَمْ تَكُنْ and she was not um, obviously talking about أُمُّهُ his mother قَادِرَةً this term قَادِر means to be able to do something quite often in Aramiya the term um that this this verb will be used instead of the usual fusha verb yastatir. The verb istata'a yastatiru means to be able to do something. But um usually in, in Aramiya people say um like bi'dar the, the qaf becomes a uh, 
بقدر أنا بقدر أنا بقدر I'm, I'm able to do something But the term قادرة is obviously the اسم فاعل of the term um, قدرة Meaning that she was not able She was not able to do what? على إصلاحه His We need to find a good translation for the term إصلاح Because I've been just using vague terms like to straighten him out That's what it really means She was not able to straighten him out وتحبيب العمل إلى نفسه Um yeah, and to make him want to work. Um, yeah, we, we talked about the term tahbib a couple of lessons ago. Um, good. بَعْدَ أَنْ عَجَزَ أَبُوهُ عَنْ ذَلِكَ مِنْ قَبْلِ So, um, yeah, so بَعْدَ أَنْ عَجَزَ The term عَجَزَ really is it's a verb on its own, but it's, it's to kind of have inability to do something. You might, you might know the term عَجُوز. If someone is عَجُوز, it's also used in Somali. عَجُوز why um, Somali people will say. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, and Ajuz is an elderly person, like an old lady. Um, so after he became unable, after Abuhu Ajaza, an ذَلِكَ مِنْ قَبْلِ So, um, yeah, she was not able to straighten him out and encourage him to do work after his father became unable to do that, um, as he was before, مِنْ قَبْلِ Good. فَأَسْلَمَتْ أَمَرَهَا لِلَّهِ so we have fa. The fa is like saying so. Aslamat. So she submitted to Allah, right? This verb aslama is the form four of the root word salima, meaning to have peace. But aslama means to submit to Allah. Specifically, it's a specific verb to submit to Allah or to become a Muslim. If you want to say that you became a Muslim, you say aslamtu or asbahtu musliman. I like aslamtu though. But anyway, so what is she submitting to Allah? Her. Her amr, I'm not amaraha, rather, it's amraha. Her amr is her matter. Um, good, so she submitted this matter of hers to Allah. Good. Waktafat bidu'a'i waladiha. Good. Waktafat, waktafat, she was contented. Bidu'a'i waladiha, with her, with the dua for her son. Yeah, the dua of her son. Um, yeah, so yeah, she's she's been struggling to do any islah on him to straighten him out or do any tahbib al-amal for him to encourage him to do work. Um, so she has submitted this matter to Allah and she's content with the, the dua that she's made for her walid, for her child. Good. What else is she contented with? Fi salawatiha. In her salawat, in her salah. Good. بِالْهِدَايَةِ وَالتَّوْفِيقِ um, Good. Um, yeah, and the hidayah. What is hidayah? It is the guidance. Hidayah. وَالتَّوْفِيقِ We talked about tawfiq last lesson. Uh, it really means... The author kind of uses it as a synonym for najah, and it does mean that. Um, but again, I'd appreciate it if someone would look it up, inshallah, in a dictionary and put it below. But but it really does mean that. But but it's, as I say, it has more of an abstract and kind of spiritual connotation with it, really. And like the one, like probably the closest way to say good luck to someone in Arabic is to say bitawfiq. Um, yeah, tawfiq. I think it's a name as well. Anyway, so that's everything for the temheed. That's everything for the, for the preface, for the preface. The next thing that we'll be doing when we scroll down is this bit. الفصل الأول, the uh, the first part, the first chapter. 
الساحر الافريقي good so that's what we are going to be doing الساحر ما معنى الساحر we're going to find out inshallah and uh, you know no prizes for guessing what افريقي means um, you can probably guess what افريقي means very nice so Bam, that's it. Next week we are going to do that live. So we'll be starting this live. We will read this entire first paragraph live and we'll do a walkthrough of it and we'll kind of have maybe half an hour or something at the end for any general chit chat you guys want us to have and any other questions specifically that you would like to have about this. So that's everything for this episode. So I'll see you guys next Monday, inshallah. 6 p.m. We usually do these. So we'll do it live 6 p.m. next Monday. And uh, that's what we'll be doing. So see you guys then. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.